Here in Whitstable. My name's Peter Coit, coming to you from the Sonic Shed, and I'm joined as usual by co presenter Clive Walpole, live from his synth lab across town. Hi there, Peter from the uh, Synth Cave. That's been another week of synth exploration, finding new tracks and, uh, and new gear. Yeah, yeah, loads of new stuff, constantly on the search for, for new, new sounds and experiences. There's a lot out there, isn't there? There, are, there is actually. It's, um, yeah, it really is a, a really expanding uh, genre of electronic music, really. Well, we're um, starting tonight with a piece from Mort Garson, who's a early sort of Moog player, wasn't he? Started off in yeah, he's an early uh, adopter of the of the um, modular system. Hmm. Uh, he, he was a conventional, you know, producer and um, composer, arranger, songwriter, and. Um, and amongst songs he wrote, it was one of them was Our Day Will Come, which was a famous thing in the 60s, I think. Track. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, bought, I got the album the other day of his. It's only ever been available on vinyl. I played a track last week, and I said I was going to play a track from it each week. So this is track number two from it. It's all based on plants. It's from plant, uh, the Mother Earth's Plantasia. Yeah. It's a plant-based album. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's environmentally friendly. Using the sort of sine waves and uh, square waves and stuff, this yeah. but playing them with a classical sort of uh, style is really works for me. Yeah, it's quite sort of piano-y sort of feel to it, without yeah that mm. sort of lean to the. I, I like that. Mm. Lovely bit of a string machine over it as well. 
Yeah, yeah. I like the old album. It's sort of, it's, it could be, could be in the in the tacky genre, but it's not. It's sort of a, got a bit more than that about it. Right. Hmm. We look forward to hearing the rest of it as we go yeah, through the weeks. Yeah. So we've got um, a track from Vermont next. This is sort of a, a project they they do. They're both producers, Danilo Plesso and uh, Marcus Wurgel, yeah. and uh, they occasionally. Perform with Vermont as well. I think they recorded Vermont. I don't know if they perform it live, yeah. but um, yeah. So the interesting production using uh, analog synthesizer, and they use a lot of uh, vintage gear. Hmm. They use a, a, a Prodigy and uh, Odyssey, so they've got that sort of vibe to them, with, but with a modern beat. As yeah. Well. So this is from um, Vermont called Yaiza. Yeah. Yaza, yeah, I think it's yeah. Well, Yauta, Yaza. by Vermont. It features um, a drummer from Cannes. Uh, what's his name? Jackie... Oh, didn't I know Jackie Lieb- Liebzeit. A nod to the kraut rock genre. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, I know they're, they're sort of into that, influenced by that. Yeah, and, and the tracks apparently come from jams. Like, uh, like they would... Like, the kraut rock scene was, was based on sort of improvisation, wasn't it, really? Well, all of it was, really, yeah. I mean, it was sort of... Most of the albums you get... The early Tangerine Dream ones were like the best takes they did on on, on several jams. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah, that's good way of working. But that's sort of the way you work with the sort of modular gear as well, isn't it? It's sort of yeah. No, no two performances are ever going to be the same. You have to be ready to capture the performance. That's right. Yeah, it's like painting, really, isn't it? Yeah. You, know, you can't paint the same thing over and over again. 
So last year, I remember when we did the couple of specials with Stephen Davis Moon, he was anticipating the new Alteca album that's coming out, and it came out last October. Yeah. And I just uh, listened to it recently, so um, it's quite, it's, it's a bit different from their older stuff. It's more ambient, I suppose, more granular. Yeah. So, uh, this is from October then? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. They, did, yeah. they released sort of two, a double album, and this one is from the album Sign. Mm. And this uh, piece is called Psi Zero Zero. Dutch um, sort of electronic music pop pioneer. 
Yeah. It's quite bubbly, wasn't it? And, uh, yeah, it's got. You use a lot of that sort of thing. <laughs> the rhythms are sort of just just wrong, just slightly yeah. wrong, aren't they? Yeah, just slightly out, out, but yeah. it's sort of. Trying it's to nice. find the groove, but you're just yeah. <laughs> searching for it all the time. Sounds like my mind ticking over. <laughs> not quite, not quite right. <laughs> but it works. But it works. Now I come across this um, artist called Andrew Tesselmeyer from Baltimore. It was a Heinbach tweeted that uh, she listened to it, and it's a really good album called Yesteryear, where he yeah. uses like electronics and field recordings. I mean, you know, obviously field recordings is a whole other genre that I really am into. And, uh, do myself uh, yeah yeah I wouldn't mind getting into to that myself I haven't done a lot of stuff like that but there's so many interesting sounds around here where we live as well with the sea and things. it's a whole sort of uh, world of sounds isn't there <laughs> there is <laughs> literally <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, but yeah. combined with electronics it's it's an interesting sort of uh, well that's what I'd like the idea of actually putting it together with with electronics and hmm. almost Using uh, sort of electronic sound to um, not emulate, but sort of um, complement the sound. Well, we've been doing that with the dance projects with uh, Dora and uh, playing the music with Martin Elliott. We start off with, with um, improvising to field recordings mm. and then build around that, mm. manipulate it, and uh, yeah, it's, it's a really interesting process. Yeah, it gives you a good foundation, doesn't it, to start with as well. It's quite inspirational to hear natural sound and, and apply that sort of to, yeah. um, to, to sort of created sound. So this is a piece called Yesteryear from the album Yesteryear by Andrew, Andrew Tesselmeyer.
nostalgic commotion, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it really does uh, sort of send you off, doesn't it? That sort of very ambient, sounded like a very long cold on a on a on a big sky, something like that, you know, big sky. But as you listen more, there's more, there's more layers, isn't it? Oh, there's more in it, but it's got that sort of lovely effect of drifting. But yeah, I love the light stuff. Yeah, it's really nice, that. What's the sort of tape noise and this, isn't it? Which yeah, is I noticed that. Yeah, I thought that's quite good. It's good, isn't it, to have that sort of analogue sort of... It's that degradation of the uh, signal, which... Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I can see why Heimbach like likes you, that. Like your word there was starting to degrade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I suppose that's done by over... Overdubbing and overdubbing, and then you get that degrading signal there, don't you? Yeah. I used to do that with tape, but mainly because I only had four tracks, and <laughs> but yeah. you got that effect. <laughs> but exactly, yeah. Unintentionally yeah. got that effect, but it was a, it's, yeah. a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a sort of genre there, isn't it? It's a, um, it's a technique yeah. and a, something that people want to use. Yeah. Very effective textures come out of it. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Really nice. Uh, I've listened to more of that album actually. Was that? Uh, yeah. Yes. Yes, yeah. yeah. So, on to another classic piece by Daphne R.M. Yeah, local uh, pioneer. Uh, pioneer, really the first person to set up the radiophonic workshop for the BBC. Mm. She's really a pioneer, local, local person as well. She had a studio here, um, I think near Sevenoaks. Yeah. Uh, that way. Yeah. And this, um, this one, is uh, it's called Incidental Music for Invasion, which I assume because you did a lot of stuff for film and uh, adverts and radio performances. So, but I couldn't find actually what what the uh, there must have been a probably have been a documentary or something called Invasion, but um, mm. that she did the music for. And I assume she's well. This one, I don't think she. It doesn't sound like it uses the Uramics machine. It sounds like she's done a lot more um, tape work. Right. this one but it's uh, interesting and it's interesting to compare it with the, the previous one in some ways it's sort of different technique but using tape and more um, percussive I suppose stuff yeah okay this is a incidental music for for invasion excerpt <laughs>
sounded like that could have been a bit of sort of field recording in there as well, didn't it? In some of the things and um, like like tr- treated stuff. Yeah, mm. there was like um, uh, some uh, chatter, some voices yeah, that turned into a turned into sort of like a distortion, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, that was really nice, interesting way it was done, wasn't it? And mm. and, uh, and the metallic sort of sounds in it, really mm. nice. Yeah, like that. 1958, that was. Yeah, amazing. He's got, he had that sort of old quality, similar to what the uh, yeah, Andrew Tussman yeah. achieved with his techniques, but that's obviously yeah. whatever but, she could do. Yeah, or, you know, using the same technique as we were saying about like the degrading sort of, of, the, of the recording and things like that. That was coming across in that as well, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, I've chosen a piece from the epic Foret Profond by Francis Domon, which is like again, such a fantastic album. It's an acousmatic album, so it's designed for just listening through speakers and not knowing what the sources are. There's field recordings and, and electronic processes. It's difficult to figure out what's actually done with it. It's a lot of references to Dante's Inferno and folk tales and psychoanalysis, hmm. and it's it sort of moves between recognisable sounds and and electronic. Hmm. I suppose in some ways you need to be in the space with that sort of music, don't you? Because you get the spatial effect of acousmatic sort of yeah. music, don't you? From that, but yeah. Um, strictly speaking, it's just you just listen to it in the room with speakers, mm. nothing else. So nothing mm. else to distract you, no clues. But um, this is a piece from that album called Chambre de Tenebre. Textual again, isn't it? 
uh, I like to hear that in. Well, I don't know. But it's like quadraphonic when it's out, where you just tell a big bank of speakers on. I'm not sure what if it's played live and to be using mm. that, but uh, it's just in mm. stereo on the recording. Yeah, yeah. But the whole album is just it. a journey. It's really, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's good to listen to the whole album at once. Yeah, that's the thing with a lot of these things. You, they're, they're, you've taken them out of context, and mm. but yeah, you, I like that. So one of the uh, sort of underrated. French synth bands, space art, um, crops up again now. We got to, you found a, a piece I didn't know of. This is on the, yeah, we've gone, we, we gone, gone back in Kent again now with the Folkestone Hovercraft. Yeah. The name of this track from 1980. Yeah, they're French duo, a bit like, um, like Air. Well, they're, they're a precursor to Air, aren't they? And they definitely yeah, they were. So I think Air probably got influences both from them. Oh, yeah. I mean, that first place album, it's just, it sounds like air without the humour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or without the intentional humour, I mean. Yeah, the intentional humour, yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is, uh, but Dominique Perrier, who's the keyboard player on this, uh, he, he also played keyboards with uh, Jean-Michel Jarre. Oh, right. Or so, uh, uh, yeah, all in the same sort of camp, in that way. And... Uh, it's from the album Playback. Hmm. Uh, I don't know whether that was like a, a com- sounds like the name of a compilation album, really, Playback. But, uh, but uh, this is uh, from Space Art. Yeah, Focus on Hovercraft, which we were, we were chatting about the other day. We remember the, the Hovercraft. I used to oh, yeah. flip up and down the
as well, isn't there? It's a good, bit of a flavour of Tim Blake there, really, isn't there? It's a crystal machine. Yeah. And also, that elite synth reminded me a bit of George Harrison-style slide guitar, didn't it? Yeah, 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 it's true, yeah. Yeah, yeah interesting. And, that, and, uh, yeah. and that sort and of, um, that low riff yeah. is a bit like um, Craftworks Space Lab. Yeah, yeah, it had a lot of things in there, probably a lot of stuff. They probably influenced a lot of people. Yeah. No, they're, they're definitely an underrated um, band, you yeah. So moving on to um, Peace by Node next. Yeah, Node. This is from the album uh, Node 2. Four-piece four electronic band, Dave Bessel, Ed Buller, Flood and Mel Wesson. Mm. And they feature quite a range of, of different synths, uh, including the VCS3 and the PPG, which yeah. you don't hear that often, do you? So they're on uh, DIN Records, our, yeah. our good friend Ian Body's label. Yeah. Yeah, and this uh, yeah this is from uh, this is tracks called the dark beneath the earth uh, from 2014 album uh, no two and uh, they've, they've done well no one and well no the no two was the, was the second album yeah. I don't think we've done any more albums. Now.
filmic chords Yeah, very there. moody, wasn't it, that? Dark and moody. Yeah, mm. nice. Journey to the centre of the earth. Yeah. <laughs> Who have we got next then? Well, we've got David Morley next, who's still uh, yeah, uh, from 2016 from a band, uh, from an album called The Origin of Storms. This one, this, uh, yeah, he's um, he actually I found that he started off as an actor, uh, yeah, a child actor. He was he was in Stanley Kubrick's film Barry Lyndon. All right, apparently, but then he worked as a um, recording engineer. And now he's he's an electronic musician and producer, Hmm. and uh, I think he worked with um, Andrea Parker as well, another electronic musician. Uh, An album I've got, uh, I think he produced that, yeah, Kiss My Arp, (laughs) which was from Andrea Parker, yeah. So... um, yeah, this one's called Raj. Not sure. Try to find out the origin of that title. Hmm. I thought it was misspelled badge, but it's not. It's uh, Raj. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is Raj from the origin of Storm by David Morley. Thank you. 
something like that, and then... It was, yeah, 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 sort of a different, different approach in some ways. It had that sort of dark feel game mm. about it, but yeah. Yeah, there's all ominous synth chirps that spreading around the... Yeah. The, and they're like the, like the sort of... Um, Phaser, phaser rhythm, bit, bit, uh, bit craftworky. Yeah, yeah, yeah was well, yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, you know, again, all these people influence other people, don't they? You get all those influences, which we, yeah, we all get. Oh, I heard something the other day. Well, actually, I was actually, you know, I'm not plugging my own album, but I'm working on an album at the moment, and I was just listening to the Daphne or one, I think, oh. That sounds a bit like what I've been working on. Yeah, perhaps it influenced me. That's yeah. sort of some of those sounds. Well, you just have a similar interest and you go on a little journey and you, you, you find similar things and you go to... It's not to... Boost. Well, if you're listening, you know, same in visual or, or audio art, if you're looking all the time and you're listening all the time, you, you do get... In, that's how... That's how creative things get done, really, isn't it? Influenced by... And taking it perhaps to another stage. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Copying but not ripping off is a sort of key to it. Isn't Th- that's the difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not recreating, but copying yeah. techniques. Yeah, yeah. It's a way of learning and finding your own voice. Yeah. yeah. That's good. So another classic, influential synth band, Tangerine Dream. Got next yeah. One. Sorry, yeah, this is this is from Cyclone. It's an album I got. I got all of their albums now, I think. But this one I, I revisited the other day and started listening to it again, and it's it's, it's a bit of a approach. And it's got a lot of big series and modulars and things like that. But actually, it's got a massive range of synths in this this one. It's got uh, Oberheim's. It's got a, a, a Roland System 100 mm. on here. Um, Arp Soloist Tron's got big big Mellotron users. Yeah. Uh, but there's a lot of Oberheim on here. There's a lot of um, uh, string synths, uh, the uh, Salinas, and all that is, is in it. So, yeah, yeah, it's got a big mix in there. But I was interested that they use the uh, System 100, which is a, a classic. Yeah, the Roland. Uh, Roland now, isn't it? And it's one yeah. of your favourites as well, isn't it? Uh, yeah, but I liked it because of uh, Martin Mayer from Human League. He, he used yeah. it, and uh, that whole sound is, uh, yeah. Love from the, from that, that era, but this is when yeah. this is going back to well, it's the same era actually when Human League started '78. It is really, yeah. It's sort of that overlap. We're, we're probably where the System 100 was first released, I should think, around about that time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And this is a rising runner missed by endless sender. Rising runner. Missed by endless sender Never coming back Rising runner Never coming back Never running over
say that was that was their first album where they sort of introduced more vocals into their stuff as well before that were very sort of instrumental so yeah 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 it, was, it seemed less less prog rocky than he perhaps that's why i don't listen to it as much <laughs> i got back into it but i liked it when i just got back into it again but so it's veering on the glossy yeah the vocal to come to the last track of the evening um we've got another alex paul piece because he's released he actually released a another album this week so at least two albums this second album more like a proper album and it's using tracks that he's made for his videos or well, yeah, a selection of tracks he made from his videos oh so it's a lot of his demo videos yeah so where yeah. he's where he's demoing uh, synthesizers and rare instruments um and this track he was using the prophet 600 um yeah, and he's, he's, you know, he gets a lot out of them. I'm glad he has released this because the, the tracks are the sort of highlight of, apart from his humorous... Yeah, yeah, um, love, his, love his video. ...reviews. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love his... Uh, he's been doing these sort of reviews of synth sounds using just his facial expressions, which is <laughs> catching on. <laughs> yeah. So this is um, called By Design by Alex Ball from the Tableau album.
feel with the factor oh, outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gallon. <laughs> Not a Gallon Cove. Yeah, good ending track for tonight's show. Yes, yeah, yeah. Quite an eclectic mix again there. The mixture of different synths and uh, different genres. Yeah, yeah. Well, join us again next week for our. Uh, well, we're, lead, we're sort of leading up to our... Our first anniversary, yes. Yeah, join us on the Facebook page. Yeah, yeah, good join in the chat on there. Coastal Election Walks. We'll carry on the conversation as usual. Yeah, and uh, no, it was nice to hear your feedback and comments. We'll bring back our uh, Coastal Election Walks corner next week. Yes, yeah, that'd be good. Until then, we'll see you next week. Yeah, bye-bye. Bye.